podcast is presented as entertainment, not flight instruction. Though some participants are certified flight instructors, their comments, opinions, and discussions of flying techniques are theirs alone. None of the co-hosts or guests on this podcast are acting as your flight instructor. Please consult your own CFI for guidance on your specific flight training, aeronautical knowledge, and aircraft operation. is the Stuck Mike Avcast, an aviation podcast about learning to fly, living to fly, and loving to fly. Episode 207, Day 3 at Sun and Fun 2019, coming up next in this episode of the Stuck Mike Avcast. Now here are your co-hosts, Victoria Newville, Eric Crump, Larry Overstreet, Russ Rosleski, Tom Frick, Rick Felty, and Carl Valeri. Well, folks, welcome to the Stuck Mike Avcast, and we are live from Sun and Fun 2019, day number three. And I am here with many of my co-hosts. We had a wonderful day with some incredible interviews. Joining us uh, in in our introduction today is Tom Frick, Larry Overstreet, Victoria Neuville, and Russ Rosleski. And out of breath is active Victoria. She came running up on the deck saying, I've got to jump in on this. Victoria, it sounds like you've been having a great time. I'm not going to go to you right now so you can catch your breath but uh first of all tom we haven't heard from you yet during the show uh how have you enjoyed it so far oh this is awesome man and what's even more awesome is we're all face to face i don't think this has happened we're only missing a couple of us and yeah yeah, and i mean this is this is great that we're out here and uh the place is crowded and i can't wait for the weekend yeah me too and i can't wait for our upcoming stuck mike avcast and aviation careers podcast hosted event tonight and uh, open pod night, which is a, a new concept here at Sun and Fun, and it's it's just like uh, that other event that they have somewhere in Wisconsin, and they have some kind of a podcasting event similar to that. But we're going to have about twelve podcasters on, so we're really excited about that. Larry, I know that uh, you actually got some really or got a really good interview, interesting. Got to run around the grounds. I think it's what is it Wednesday? You take off and actually enjoy the show. Yeah, every every year we, you know, of course, my wife and I both volunteer here, but we kind of coordinate on Wednesday as a day that uh, the two of us go off and spend some time uh, and uh, just check out the show, and uh, it's it's been a fun time. It's a fun time also trying to get a selfie while you're trying to record the intro. That's what we're doing right now. You'll, uh, have, tell to, us. you'll have to look at that later. <laughs> and the person that you interviewed one more time? Yeah, that was uh, Larry Mednick of Evolution Trikes, and we talked about their weight shift trikes. Uh, they've got a new model out, and then their standard lineup of single and, and two-passenger trikes that are pretty cool. Awesome. Awesome. And all those pictures that you've been seeing on the Internet and all that social media stuff that's been going on, guess who's been doing that, Larry? That's been Victoria. Some really cool photos photos that you've been putting out there, the ones we've been sharing and, and that type of thing. Where can they find those pictures? Remind us. Uh, go to Instagram.com slash StuckMikeAvcast, Twitter slash StuckMikeAvcast, Facebook slash StuckMikeAvcast. Stuck Mike Afcast is a theme here. How about you, Victoria? Interesting interviews or anybody you talked to that was pretty cool? Um, I have met a ton of interesting people. I didn't do any interviews today, but I went out there and enjoyed the air show. Got to see the whole entire thing. The Blue Angels just finished, and that's why I'm out of breath, because I ran over here in the hot sun. But um, it was great to just be an air show viewer today and get really pumped about everything I saw. Yeah, that's awesome, and that's what we're here for. Uh, if you come and volunteer at Sun and Fun or any of these shows, you have to go out and enjoy yourself. Uh, I know there are some airplanes out there i'm pretty sure i'm going to find out probably tomorrow 
I'll wander around. I'm pretty sure they're going to still be here, and I'm excited about that. Uh, so Russ, Russ Wazleski, actually, he usually is out there banging it out of the park. Uh, he actually, just like myself, decided to volunteer on the deck doing live interviews. And, we, and boy, that's been a lot of fun. But you did get some in-the-field interviews. Tell us a little bit about that first. That's right, Carl. I got uh, I talked to Wingbug uh, Company. Wingbug, yeah, that's an interesting name. It's 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 a uh, I don't know, a portable uh, air data computer heading reference. What a Ada Hars I think system that bolts onto your wing strut or your inspection panel or whatever and connects via Wi-Fi into your tablet or whatever. But it actually has pedo and static data so it's actual air data and get your actual airspeed not just a gps derived uh, ground speed so so that was pretty neat uh, and i talked to caribbean flying adventures very you know very interesting uh, you'll fly down to cuba fly over cuba you know, fly to any of the caribbean islands um, you know they do kind of guided tours or help you out on your own tours and that kind of thing so we'll we'll hear from them in just a minute here terrific so let's go ahead and listen to some of the interviews and then we'll sum up and also let you know what's coming up next in the next episode and at sun and fun this is russ rosleski for sun and fun radio sun and fun 2019 standing here i believe in hangar d but i've kind of gotten a little disoriented oh, i'm getting a nod yes hangar d with jim parker president and pilot for caribbean flying adventures how you doing today jim outstanding outstanding beautiful weather did you fly your own plane in for this uh, for the week or not? No, not this year. I did, did the last three, but no, I did not. Yeah, we came in in a little 172 RG, uh, retractable, and that plane has been to 125 airports in the Caribbean in the last uh, 15 years. So that's that's proof positive that if I can do it in my 172, you can do it in whatever you're flying. Absolutely. So, uh, so tell us a little bit about that. Uh, what kind of places have you gone to in the Caribbean? Uh, well, 125 airports, so that's like the Bahamas. We'll list them all. Bahamas, Turks and Caicos, <laughs> and then, you know, like 40 airports in the Bahamas. Uh, Dominican Republic, they've got eight international airports, and then you move down the chain to Puerto Rico, and you get to the Eastern Caribbean, and you've got uh, a whole slew of islands down there. We also go to uh, Mexico, Belize, and Guatemala. And all of these places are within range for a little plane like mine. So again, if I can do it in a 172... Most of you guys are not going to have any problem at all doing it. Uh, is that a stock 172, no ferry tanks or anything like that? I've got, I've got long-range tanks, but there's fuel everywhere. So even going to Guatemala, you just stop in Mexico or Belize and get fuel if you need it. Sure. So I also see that uh, you do a lot with flying to Cuba and over Cuba. Why don't you tell us how that's come about in the last few years? Lots of confusion about that. And you may remember the last presidential campaign. There was a lot of talk about stopping, uh, shutting Cuba down and whatnot. But actually, there were no changes whatsoever. So... For the last three and a half years, it's been possible to take your own plane to Cuba. You just need to get a landing permit from the Cubans. No permit required from the U.S. The the, uh, the permits, the licenses just simply exist now for the last three and a half years. So basically, you get a landing permit from the Cubans, file your flight plan, and take off and land in Havana, which is just 90 miles from the Florida Keys. Yeah, that's nothing. Um, what kind of things do you folks here handle if I have you know, questions or I want to go fly? Or is this a membership organization or what? Tell us about, tell us about Caribbean Flying Adventures. Yeah, well, we've, we have an online pilot's guide. So you can, you can if you've never flown internationally, you can uh, join for 39 bucks a year, go through the checklist in 15 minutes and take off tomorrow. It really is that easy. Now, with respect to Cuba... It's a bit difficult to get a landing permit, so I help with that. I think I charge like two ninety-five. dollars gets the landing permit, do the Cuban EAPIS, notify the handlers, and probably talk to the pilot 20 times until he feels comfortable with all the regulations. But it's actually, it's actually quite easy, and uh, the U.S. regulations permit it. The Cubans love to have tourists. They're very, very friendly. 
and uh, they're very helpful at the Cuban airport. So this, there's the only it, the only problem is that you feel like you're in a time warp. It's like getting in a time machine and going back 60 years in time when you land in Cuba. The main form of transportation outside of Havana is horse-drawn carriages. So it's an experience everyone should do at least one time, just to go back 60 years in time and see all of the Spanish culture and architecture. Absolutely worthwhile to do it several, once, once, several times. Do you have any group uh, trips or anything like that or people to get together? I can, I can help you go down on your own individually or you can join one of our, our fly-in groups. I just got back last Friday from a trip to Varadero and Cienfuegos with 13 planes. And I'm leaving on Monday after Sun and Fun to go to Santiago, Cuba in the east with a, hand, with a bunch of planes. We're also continuing on to the Dominican Republic. So it's a whole world out there in the Caribbean and uh, it's totally accessible to you and whatever plane you've got. It really sounds like it. I know uh, a lot of pilots, you know, haven't ever ventured outside the U.S. and it's because of of fears of, uh, you know, what am I going to have to pay for fees and how things work and is there anything scary going on? But it sounds like you really uh, alleviate a lot of those fears. Yeah, and if you go to my online guide, there's a page and a half for every airport in the Caribbean. It tells you what the route is, what documents you need, what the fees are, what do you do when you get on the ground, how do you file your flight plan. Very straightforward. Usually the biggest problem in the islands is waking up the customs people because there's just not a lot of general aviation traffic down there. <laughs> I believe it. Anything else you want to say before we close here? No, you can do it. Don't be. And, and if someone complains about overwater, if your wife says, I don't like overwater, just remind her that there's 60 islands in the Bahamas. And from Miami down to Puerto Rico, you're within gliding distance over 95% of the time to, to land. Uh, give us a website we can go to for more information. It's uh, CaribbeanFlyingAdventures.com. All right. Well, well, thank you, Jim. I appreciate it. This is Russ Rosleski for Sun and Fun Radio. This is Larry Overstreet with Sun and Fun Radio reporting live from Sun and Fun 2019. And I am here at the uh, Evolution Trikes booth with Larry Mednick. Larry, thank you for taking the time to be with us here today. Oh, glad to be here. Thanks for coming by. You have some gorgeous aircraft out here, bright colors. I love the way the, that your uh, booth looks. Um, tell us a little bit about what a trike is for people who aren't familiar with them. Yeah, so a trike is actually a powered hang glider. And so this is um, not anything that you run behind uh, or anything like that. It has uh, three wheels, hence the name trike. And uh, our products are powered uh, anywhere from a 36-horsepower engine up to a 100-horsepower four-stroke engine. And uh, some of them uh, can travel quickly uh, for what they are at 100 miles per hour. They fly from Florida to Oshkosh every year for that air show. Uh, one, one of our customers is flying his around the world as we speak. And uh, some of them are very slow and cruise around 40 miles per hour under the ultralight category with no license required. Oh, very cool. So I see some of them are marked experimental, and so I'm assuming that's uh, kind of normal private pilot license would cover you on that is there a particular um uh, category that you need or is there of, of uh, license and can you operate one of these on a sport pilot license Yes, absolutely. And one of the neatest things is a lot of the uh, pilots that are transitioning into this type of powered hang gliding uh, are already licensed pilots, usually a fixed-wing airplane, but it could be anything else like glider. And uh, the FAA has allowed us to do a weight shift control add-on rating. In fact, it's the only rating that kind of works like an endorsement. So if you were to add a tailwheel endorsement as a uh, private pilot, it would work the same way. You have one instructor give you the instruction, whatever it takes to become proficient, in this type and then a second instructor to give you the proficiency check and with that um, the pilot would then after passing that proficiency check get a new license from the FAA with 
the weight shift control designation on there to fly this type of aircraft. Very cool. I see uh, uh, a variety of uh, what looks like different models, both single seat and uh, tandem uh, double seating. Um, tell us a little bit about your models and then especially this new one that you're uh, introducing here. Yep. So we have uh, four models and um, we have our ultralight model as our uh, going from cheapest uh, on up. Our ultralight model starting in the low $20,000 range uh, and gets up into the low 30s uh, with all the whistles and bells. And that includes things like a ballistic parachute, uh, radios and uh, lighting and that type of thing. And uh, then next up, which is what we're releasing today, is our single seat. Uh, it looks a lot like the ultralight, but it's a 410-pound version of it and uh, does require a license to fly it. But what's neat about it is instead of having a large wing and a small engine, it has a large engine with a small wing. And that combination is not only super fun to fly, but it's super capable. So we're going to be demoing that out here all week. Right now, it looks like we've got uh, pretty good crosswinds. And uh, I noticed some of the fixed wing aircraft are bouncing around on their final approaches. And we're going to take out this little $30,000 machine and uh, show the big dogs uh, how it's done. And we're going to fly with these guys. So that's a neat little product. And uh, from there, we have the two-seat version, our Revolt. Uh, those start around 50000 and uh, they can get up into the $80,000 range. And then we have our flagship, which we're celebrating our 10-year anniversary of it, unveiling it here at Sun and Fun. So 2009, we unveiled the Revo, and now 10 years later, here we are with four products instead of just one. But our Revo is our flagship, and it's a 100-mile-per-hour machine. They start at $85,000, uh, available with the 912IS fuel-injected motor, roll trim, synthetic vision, transponders, you name it, just like a real airplane. And um, they uh, are 100 mile an hour machines that uh, you can do real airplane things with. And they're full composite, uh, infused carbon fiber, welded chromoly frames. Uh, very, very high end machine for people that love uh, trikes. They look gorgeous, they really do. Um, for people who are here on the field, you are up in Paradise City. And uh, uh, let's see, what's a, what's a good landmark here? Just a couple, uh, a couple rows from the um, uh, runway back and um, just look for the really brightly colored paint jobs on the on the trikes and, and also on the uh, wings. They're, they're really hard to miss. Yeah, we have some really neat colors. Uh, one of the things on uh, three of the models that we offer are they are fully powder coated, which means that we can do virtually any color there is that's available in a powder coat. It's all done in-house. And uh, some of the colors we've been doing, like on our new model, uh, we did it in a fluorescent yellow, and we are talking the same color a Sharpie marker makes when you highlight with it. And uh, the wing matches, so some of these new powder coats and uh, Dacrons that we have to choose from are really fun and really visible for safety in the sky. I don't have to worry if planes see me when I'm flying my Sharpie-colored uh, fluorescent yellow Rev-X. It would be hard to miss. It would be very hard to miss. For folks who are not here on the field, uh, your website is... Uh, it's evolutiontrikes.com. Perfect. And um, any, anything else before we wrap up here? Uh, no, uh, we do quite a bit. Uh, we'll be doing uh, Facebook updates all week long on our Facebook, also Evolution Trikes. And, uh, yeah, if you check out the website, we've got pricing and lots of videos and information about uh, all of our products or uh, just getting into to trikes. 
And we have a flight school in Zephyr Hills, Florida, where you can fly into Tampa or Orlando. We have a luxury apartment we uh, put our students up in. It's $100 per night, but much nicer than any of the local hotels. And uh, they can really enjoy their stay while they learn to fly in about 10 days. Oh, very cool. Well, folks, if you're on the field here uh, and you hear this playing, um, come on down to Paradise City and uh, watch them fly. It's it's going to be a, a great afternoon, I think, for that and um, the rest of the week. So uh, make some time and get out here if you're able to. Um, meanwhile, this is Larry Overstreet talking to Larry Mednick for Sun and Fun Radio. This is Russ Rosleski for Sun of Fun Radio at Sun of Fun 2019, standing here at the Wingbug booth with Brian Tittle. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Russ. Thank you very much. Well, I'm looking at this, and it's an interesting product. It looks like, well, it's basically a AHAR sensor, but externally mounted. It is. It mounts on the outside of the aircraft. It's a pod that contains all the uh, electronics you need to complete a six-pack of instrumentation, digital six-pack inside the aircraft on an iPad. Well, now, we have something like that through some of the uh, systems that are the uh, ADSB-type receivers, but this is different, isn't it? It's actual air data. It is. It's actual air data, and that's what has set us apart from anything else out in the industry right now. You've got a lot of great apps that have been there before us that do GPS-based information, which is good for reference, but it's not good for flight safety. You don't know how much air is flowing over your wing. So a few years ago, uh, Alex Swarlinski, who's uh, invented this and our president of our company, he said he wanted to see airspeed on his phone. And so he tried to figure out how to do that, talk to his best buddy who on his day job is a rocket scientist, literally. And uh, they started out with uh, a pedostatic system uh, just showing airspeed. And then it evolved into... Uh, everything air data with a barometric altimeter and then using MIMS chip technology, Delta P sensors using uh, uh, magnetometers, accelerometers, gyroscopes, all the, the solid state data, inertial measurement unit gathering data instruments and transmits that by Wi-Fi back to an iPad. Well, so it's it's mounted on the wing. How about how big is this? It's hard to make it out from the picture. Yeah, it's uh, actually the measurements are it's uh, it's it's very small in, in measurements. I'm thinking I can't remember the exact. I was about seven by three, uh, seven inches long by three inches high by two and a half inches wide. Okay, and son. it weighs eleven point eight ounces. All right, we have a picture here of it mounted on the strut of a uh, a Cessna of some sort, kind of close up view. I can't tell exactly, right, right, but right. Uh, but and. And you said it connects via Wi-Fi, so it's got some kind of onboard battery or something, right? It does. It has a lithium-ion battery on the inside. It's a 2,500 milliamp-hour battery. It has a 12-hour battery life, and it's simply charged by plugging in a micro-USB cable. Okay, just like everything else we've got these days. Right, exactly. Yes, it's falling current modern technology. So now it, it transmits this data back into the cockpit, and you can view it on, on your iPad. Is it a dedicated app for this then? There is. There's a Wingbug app, which you can get off the Apple App Store. Uh, this does only work on the iOS systems, anything from a mini iPad up to a big, big full-size iPad. Uh, so you get that off the App Store, and it interfaces with that app and gives you a beautiful display. The, the app you see here is actually, you'll see at the display, is an actual app. And uh, it's a great graphical display of the, the instrumentation. Now, I see here on your information sheet that it not not only just displays it, but also records the data, right? It does. It actually records it to what's called a KML file. And that KML file at the end of the flight can be downloaded literally by pushing two, two buttons, two selectors, to Google Earth or Cloud Ahoy or, or other comparable apps to go back and review the flight data. You can look at it in three dimension and see how you flew, how you made your approaches, the little burble you saw back at some point in the flight, see what was going on with your plane at the time, and look at the instruments at the same time and see what's going on there. 
Well, for me as a flight instructor, this sounds great because, you know, I, I do use GPS ground tracks to show, you know, kind of what we're doing, turns about a point or S turns or something like that. And it's very valuable or instrument approaches. But adding the uh, the actual pitot and static data in here just makes it so much better, I think. Sure, because a student and yourself are reviewing the real flight data. You're, you're not looking to simulate a ground, ground speed just doesn't translate unless you sit and do calculations and look at what the winds were at a certain place in time. This is telling you exactly how much wind is flowing over your wing. By the way, uh, the angle of attack indicator will show you how you were doing on your angle of attack. Uh, the side slip indicator will show how you're doing with keeping your feet on the ball. And, uh, and so you, you're getting a, a full multidimensional reference of what actually you and the student were doing up there in the airplane. That sounds fantastic. Uh, definitely great for debriefing. What kind of calibration is involved? There really isn't any. Uh, you put it on the aircraft, it's all self-calibrating as far as the internal instrumentation. All you do is once you put it on the wing of the aircraft or put it on the strut or, or wherever you mount it on the aircraft and line it up with the cord of the wing. So its pitot tube is lined up with the aircraft's pitot tube. And that pretty much is getting you exactly where you need to be. Well, you, you could be within a couple of degrees. It's not really that critical. It, it'll figure all that out. If you did put it wrong when you get on there, you're up and flying, you say the plane's a straight and level, there's a cage button on the artificial horizon. You hold the cage button, you say, yes, I want to cage it, and now it makes that your zero reference. Um, what are some other, I mean, we've got it mounted on the strut here, what are some other mounting options you might have? Well, um, the Wingbug comes with an action camera mount. It's a plastic action camera mount that you can use 3M VHB tape and mount it on any of the metal surfaces of the aircraft. You want to keep it about 12 inches outside the prop arc of a, of a polar airplane. Um, but we also have partnered with a company called Flight Flicks that builds, you might be familiar with their action camera mounts. They've done a custom mount for the wing bug. So that now enables you to attach it to a tie-down ring, to a, a, a strut brace clamp if you have a smaller aircraft that has strut braces, or to the strut like a Cessna 172. Um, you could attach it right to the strut with a strap. Uh, you can also attach it to an inspection plate or a single screw mount. There's clamp mounts. There's a variety of bases that you could attach it to. Uh, so pretty much any aircraft should be able to oh, yeah, mount this somewhere. There's no limits. No limits to that at all. Yeah. Um, well, t tell us a little bit about uh, pricing for this. At the show, it's $850 for the wing bug with a basic mount. Um, the additional mount's $130 if you want a more robust mount. That's why we went to that because a lot of guys said they wanted something stronger and more robust than just the typical action camera mount. So we made that price, and that's only $130. Um, at, on the online, when you buy it through the website, it's $950 plus shipping. So you're saving, on the wing bug itself, you're saving $130 at the show. So you pretty much can, that savings, pass that back and get the mount, and you've got the same price as if you had to buy it online. That sounds like a pretty good show discount to me. <laughs> it, is a, it is a good show discount. Yeah, we, we, uh, we want to get in people's hands. We want to see it. We've been doing well. We unveil it here last year at Sun and Fun. Uh, then we were uh, in the Innovation Showcase up in Oshkosh last year. And just had a great response, and we've had a lot of good online purchases, so it's, it's been very good. Well, tell us where you're located here at the show. We are in booth D is in Delta 52, and we are kind of down, if you see the big Garmin display, and across from Gulf Coast uh, Avionics. And uh, give us a website, too, please. Oh, yeah, our website is www.wingbug, uh, one word, W-I-N-G-B-U-G.com. And you can also find us on Facebook at Facebook slash The Wingbug. All right. Well, Brian, thank you very much. It's a very interesting product. I look forward to going and uh, researching some more information on it. Good deal. Thank you very much. This is Russ Wazleski for Sound of Fun Radio. 
Well, gosh, those are some great interviews, and I can't wait to get some more uh, tomorrow. But as you can tell, we are not doing quite as many. Please listen to us. I forgot to mention, liveatc.net slash SNF. You can listen to those interviews all year long. Uh, Stuck Mike Avcast, uh, I asked the crew to come and volunteer at the deck, and, and I'm really proud that they actually all have stepped up. And not just at the deck, I should say just in general, doing editing, going out doing social media, being producers, helping out with all the different administrative uh, tasks that are out here. Robert Sigliano. Uh, we also have David Abbey, who I should have actually brought up here to, to introduce, uh, but he'll be on the podcast tonight to talk to him. But coming up tonight, we're doing a show, and that's going to be the Open Pod Night, okay? And that's going to be interesting. That's gonna, one of those new things. So anyway, we're going to go ahead and uh, move on to our podcast. Next episode will be tomorrow, and it'll be live on the deck. So can't wait to see that, and can't wait to hear from you folks. Feedback at Aviation Careers Podcast, and also stuckbikeavcast at gmail.com. Give some feedback on this and let us know what you think. We'll talk to you next episode. Safe flying. You've been listening to the Stuck Mike Abcast. Members of the Stuck Mike Abcast may receive compensation for products or services mentioned during the podcast. Compensation may be received in the form of, but not limited to, referral commissions, free products, or service trials. Our opinions and views are never influenced by any compensation, and you should always perform your own due diligence before purchasing any products or services mentioned during the show. The Stuck Mike Abcast is an aviation podcast and a Valeri Aviation Corporation production. Thank you.